welcome to Forever Canon, the podcast where we talk about our favorite Star Wars books that no longer exist in the current canon. Mm-hmm. I'm Justin. I'm Tim. And welcome to Forever Canon. This week, we're getting towards the end. Right? Getting towards yeah. the end of book uh, 20 yeah. of the podcast. Whoa! That's a lot of Star Wars books. Yeah. <laughs> Could have been reading something intellectual. <laughs> Here we are. I think we only got about 50 more to go. Way more than that, dude. I 50 don't know. years. yep Uh, but this week let's not get too far ahead of ourselves this week we've got new jedi order book two dark tide one onslaught by michael a stackpole chapters 29 through 32 in which oh things started going down last week and this week they go all the way down yeah i may quote michael scott now, before we get to that, bum, bum, bum. previously on Forever Canon, Anakin is a hero, Mara is a fighter, Jedi get students captured, young rogues and younger teen heartthrobs, he broke port, she rolled port, <laughs> burn, burn, that was last week, mm-hmm. this week, let's start where we left off chapter 29 Corin, horn and ganner rise out i know very carefully enunciating yep, if you want to go yep. back 99 episodes or so <laughs> to the corn horn incident you great. never know you just never know when we're gonna get lost on something ridiculous and <laughs> fall apart yeah for no reason Pepper, well, that was pretty pe- good. Pepper, peppermint stick at Christmas time. <laughs> Anyways, Corrin and Ganner are uh, near Bemil, right? That sand, sandy planet with mm-hmm. the, the rats in the ground and the worms in the ground and the shells in the ground and the Yuzhan Vong everywhere for yep. 50-ish years. Well, they these very intrepid and daring Jedi have someone else pilot a drone... To distract the Yuzhan Vong warriors that are guarding that big seashell camp. That beautiful, I'm guessing, iridescent seashell, I don't know, base that they've got set up. And where do they go, Tim? Down into tunnels. Mm -hmm. Don't they always? This time, no hardwired film equipment required. Not in this book. But always, always. I don't know. There's only, I guess there's only so many ways to go, right? We've gone laterally across the planet already. We came in from above. <laughs> so now we got to go down uh, what, <laughs> into one, the tunnels. One plane per uh, per planet. Well, this is just... This has just been like the most boring thread of all the plots. This can't... It can't... Uh, <laughs> oops. <laughs> Corrin and Ganner thing, but... Well, they head down into the tunnels, and what do you know? They find those two missing students right away. Mm-hmm. Bound and blobby, probably. Yeah, they're like supported from the ceiling. <laughs> yeah, they're they're rigged up on some sort of torture device, and there's some sort of crab pinchy torture beast walking on their backs with some tongue slug 
thing cleaning up all the blood on the floor. Yeah. Welcome to <laughs> Yuzhan Vong or Yuzhan Yuck. Yeah, more grossness. Yeah, on purpose, and it's great. Yeah. It serves its purpose well. It's very disgusting. Mm-hmm. And these torture racks that the two students are rigged up to have some sort of minimum pain output or minimum pain requirement. There's a threshold of suffering that the person in it needs to be at. Yeah, it's like a Or constant... else they tighten and make you suffer more, right? Yeah, it's like a constant pain. Too much is not good. Yeah. Not enough is not good. Which makes so me like... think this is a living thing too, right? Yeah. It's not, it's not just like vines. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess, oh, okay, that was a bit dumb because <laughs> those are living. But it's a sentient thing Yeah, as well. Gross. So, anyways, Corrin and Ganner come up, concoct this weird plan because, like, we can't just pull them out because the things will cause more pain and they'll hold on harder. Yeah. So, what we got to do is trick these people into feeling more pain. The plan, Corrin's plan, our pacifist, more mature Luke Skywalker type Jedi versus Jason type Jedi. Corin's plan is to make the students think they're in tremendous pain because we are good guys. Mm-hmm. We are heroes. So I'm just going to cause an unbelievable amount of psychological pain <laughs> to these innocent students who got captured on my watch. Yeah. That's how I'm going to get us out of the situation. Okay. He did say don't go. Yeah. Fair. He didn't uh, stop them. Yeah. <laughs> So that's the plan, but how is the question, right? And Corn Horn says, quote, I can project pain, but I've got to feel it, so burn me with your lightsaber, yeah. Mr. Ganner. Okay, that wasn't exactly a quote. Yeah, he plays a fun game. How close can I get to a lightsaber? Yeah, without like losing my arm. Mm-hmm. So he, this one's a real quote, poured the torment out and into the students as he watches... The flesh on his arms start to blister and burn from the lightsaber. Yeah, and blacken. And... He poured the torment out, light side guys, into the students. He hurt someone else really bad on purpose, but to save their life. So we're heroes. We're still heroes. You know, I think that's going to be a theme of these books. Yeah. Is like that, that dark side of war type of thing mm-hmm. where like, hey, a, a war is not... The heroes in a war don't have clean hands. Yeah, are the people that do the least bad things. Yeah, there is no, like, paragon of heroics. There is, yeah, exactly. You're the person who murdered either the most people the best or the least people the quickest or whatever the measurement standard happens to be. Yeah, I don't know. In that war, it's all contextual. But, you know, here we are exploring that with the Jedi because the Jedi are this paragon of goodness. Yeah. You know, and well, let's watch them have to like bend the rules. Yeah, uh, do a lesser evil to prevent a greater evil, right? Yeah, constantly, like literally, this here. I have to hurt. I have to pretend, make this person think they're hurt so badly that I can save them. Yeah, kind of gross, twisted psychology in there, also. But uh, here we are. That's how Yuzhan Vong work. And the students are freed. Mm-hmm. Corin's arm is crunchy, he says. And now we will simply escape. Oh, wait. Here are those two Yuzhan Vong <laughs> warriors 
that apparently are not well enough distracted by the probe that we sent to go distract them. Are we about to lose some Jedi? It looks like it. Because it looks like it. Corrin Horn can barely use that arm that he just sacrificed to <laughs> save these two students. Who yep. He allowed to get captured, but... Are we going to lose some Jedi or are we going to lose some students? Yeah, because <laughs> as, <laughs> as strong as Corrin and Ganner are, it was rough for Mara to take care of it. There's any... a reason why they tried to distract them and sneak in. Yeah. And didn't just go walk through them because they didn't want to fight them because they know it's bad news. Yep. How about a chapter title? My chapter title is Pain. Yeah, I went with one word chapter titles. We'll see how it goes. It's funny you just said that to me. What? Not 10 minutes ago? Because right before we started? Yeah. And I forgot. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, yeah, one more thing. Pain. That's a good one. How about sand shoes? Just do it. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> he says as he's watching the Vaughn walk away, Cornhorn's like, they put on their sand shoes and they walked away. I was like, I said that. Mm-hmm. I said that. And then he says sand shoes again later. About Ganner taking his off and just tossing them aside. And then yeah. he takes his off and places them nicely by the door. Right. I'm like, why did we need all this sand shoes talk? I guess what we're trying to do is express character, right? But stop saying the same words all the time. Yeah. In a paragraph. Chapter 30. A tent full of Vong. Versus Mara Jade Skywalker and Leia Organa Solo, who decides to stay in health. Where we left her was at a decision point in the last chapter where we had just uncovered this void in the force inside of this tent. And oh my gosh, what are we going to do? There's secret Vong hidden within the refugees, right? Yep. Well, she decides to stay. And immediately has to be saved by Balfour. Yeah. He's got like a dwarf name. Yep. I thought so too. <laughs> yeah, Bomber and Tomber and oh my god, Bippin and Pippin. How come I can't think of any of the dwarves' names now? <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about. But he, she decides, I'm going to stay and fight. And within seconds, she's like, I'm about to die. And here yeah. comes this gray blur of fur named Balfur. Mm-hmm. A ball of fur? Oh. Is that why? It might be. It evaded, <laughs> it evaded my consciousness long enough for it to be like, okay, I guess. I shouldn't hate on it if I didn't even catch it right away. Yeah. Balfour comes, saves the day. One of those no-gree bodyguards that she's got for whatever backstory book that we're going to eventually read where she saved somebody and now she has her own pets with a life debt. Oh, that's got to feel really bad for Han. She's got her own furry pets. Yeah, well... She's down one. Yeah. Because Balfour dies right away. He dead. Vong strong. Yep. Vong dead too, though. Yeah, he did get that Vong. He put a knife all the way through its chest. (laughs) She could see the tip coming out the front from the back. Yeah, because they're not wearing their body armor because they're being, they're disguised themselves. They're wearing the Ooglith maskers. Yeah. The full body starfish penetration machines. (laughs) I don't mean they penetrate your stuff. <laughs> Mara, meanwhile, over by the tent, just slices and dices her way through this 
<laughs> little makeshift uh, bonfire camp, and uh, these armorless fools don't stand a chance against the lightsaber. I feel like she didn't even, she just cut right through the tent at first and just went. Yeah, that's where we left them, right? She like cut all the supports for the tent, and then she's like, you're trapped. Whoop. Yeah. <laughs> Probably just one sweet swipe. Got him. Cut to Luke Skywalker. Feeling nervous after having spent some time up here flying, looking at five kilometers of Yuzhan Vong. He's not up here flying yet, is he? He's on the ground. Because then the general tell them, you go down there and do this or something. Maybe he's in a ship. That's It's happening again, Tim. Yep. Anyways, Luke's nervous because he's not excited for all the, quote, pure and frighteningly simple killing. Yeah. That is happening and is about to happen on a large and larger scale as we go. There's two. There's five kilometers of Yuzhan Vong warriors, bug vehicle machine things. Not machines. Good. Yun Harla. <laughs> Forgive me. But. Oh, and then uh, slaves and slaves and slaves. They call them reptoids all of a sudden now, a lot. Yeah, like they're growing scales or something. I but don't know. But it's coral, I thought, right? Yeah, I thought so too. But now we're calling them reptoids. Maybe it's maybe like, it's a, a different species of aliens that they enslaved. Yeah, from the somewhere aliens, else. Yeah, or maybe some aliens from this planet. I don't know. Either way, the point is bad vibes. Yeah, because and, and Luke gets all philosophical about it. it's like there's a big difference between shooting down a fighter because you're like shooting the encapsulated yeah, you're person. shooting a you're shooting the the armor around the person yeah you're not actually personal yeah. yeah you're a step removed from the face-to-face it makes it easier combat. somehow well of course because that's the whole thing and that's a nice reflection actually of a point i was going to make later but let's make it now they very quickly Stop calling these people slaves that we're not saving because we were all upset about that before, right? Mm-hmm. They're all slaves. Yep. Very quickly, start calling them Yuzhan Vong soldiers. Yeah. Because we're at war now mm-hmm. and we can't possibly bear to think of them humanely with any sort of like, I guess I can't think of another word, humanity. Yeah. Sorry, they're lost now. They're, they're I don't know, it comes up later again, but like, we don't call them slaves too many more times. Meanwhile, Jason Solo just got captured uh, half a book ago. Yeah. Right? In the middle of this book, he gets captured trying to save these slaves. Corn and Ganner leave all those slaves and don't save them. It's a point. It's a thing. And then we immediately stop calling them that when we're at war. In this hyper-personal combat, like you're talking about, Luke yeah. Skywalker is reflecting on. Once that starts... The veil of war is down, and it's just all blurry enemies. Yeah, it turns we to kill or be think killed. Of the individuals and their spirits and their yeah life. I don't know. And and it's funny. They're soldiers now. They're Vong soldiers, not warriors, because mm-hmm. that's the people with the scars and the tattoos and the amphistaffs. That's the real race of the Yuzhan Vong. Are the warriors? Yeah, soldiers. Mm-hmm. Don't like it. And it's. It's this whole like inner thought of Luke is really it's because he is if you were to if you break it down 
one of the biggest murderers in the galaxy. Yeah, 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 yeah. By but, by body count. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like Death Star, tons of people on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's only outpaced by the dudes who said pull the trigger <laughs> on the Death Star who blew up planets and yeah, you know, he's he's <laughs> in the all time <laughs> record book. Number one hero murderer, just below the worst bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> right? In the history book. All he's got to do is blow up a planet and he'll take I'm, first place. Hey, man. Never say never, because we may go back and read some books where it's like, whoops. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he goes to the dark side at one point, and then there's a clone of him with two U's in his name. Mm-hmm. And then there's all, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. whoops who knows (laughs) maybe that's why he's so somberly reflecting on this right now right before all the slaughter begins here it is here's that onslaught except it's balanced slaughter between both sides yeah uh lasers start mowing down waves of slaves immediately but all the murdering isn't enough, and they're still being driven, the good guys, desperately back by all the Yuzhan Vong soldiers. Yeah, just the sheer force of numbers. You can only do so it's much. It's the onslaught. Mm-hmm. It's on. Man, I'm not going to say something. <laughs> yeah. Chocolate starfish! All right. It's desperate, and we're going to be overwhelmed, and we're going to lose this war just based on numbers. Unless... Only Luke Skywalker can think of something. Unless he can do that, they are doomed. That's how this guy thinks in his head. Yeah. That's literally what he says. Unless I can come up with a special thing to save the day, we're dead. No one else in (laughs) in the nearby vicinity in this battle could possibly have an idea. It's gotta be May. Like, buddy. All right. That's just, that's like the hero. Uh, yeah, he's the hero. He's written that thing. way. Exactly. Yeah. But it is a little bit dim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a lot of competent people out there. Cut two. Leia ran back to the camp after all the Yuzhan Vong been taken care of outside. And she runs in and tells Danny and Lando, there's probably more in here. And she puts them to work. Searching for the secret Vong among the refugees. How? Feel for the empty spots in all this fear mm-hmm. that I'm about to cause. And then she scares the hell out of everyone. Yeah. Tells them, it's hopeless for us. The Vong are coming. We're overrun. They're, they're, she doesn't say they're amongst us. But she says, say your last words. Yeah. Like, if, there's a, if you have anything you want to say to anybody around you, get it out now because it's over. Say goodbye to your family and friends. And what happens? The people start... Freaking out, panicking, thinking they're all going to die. Ladies and gentlemen, heroes. Yeah. What is happening in this book? Yeah, it's all with that ulterior motive, right? But here in the end, especially in this last third, why are we causing fear on purpose? Specifically, Mm -hmm. pain, fear, anguish. Why? How quickly are we going to fall to the dark side in this war against the Yuzhan Vong? That's 19 books long. Yeah, and we're in book two, and everybody's doing the worst things ever already. 
And I think that's going to be something as yeah, we that's go. Exaggerated, but people people playing with that line more. Well, that's and, more. and that's what, like we said, you know, in the last chapter or earlier in this chapter, I'm lost. But either way, that's what we we said. Good guys doing bad things. Mm-hmm. Heroes doing villainous, lesser evils to protect the greater good. Yep. Well, she just scares the heck out of everybody mm-hmm. so that Danny Quee can find people who aren't scared. Yeah, because she's getting a little more proficient with the force. And, well, it's up to them. Ta-da! I can't believe she told everybody to say their last words. Cut to <laughs> Jason and Anakin, quote, butchering soldiers, heroes. Yeah, that's a pretty evocative word, <laughs> butcher. Soldiers? Yeah. <laughs> nope. Mindless slaves. Yeah. Butchering soldiers. The slaves are just puppets now, Jason thinks to himself. They're they're just mindless puppets now. They're lost anyways, so it's fine. Right? It's a hard lesson to learn when you're 16. It's war. What are you going to what are you supposed to not kill them and let them kill you? But the way that it's all being carp- <laughs> compartmentalized, not carpet mentalized. <laughs> the way they're rolling the carpet out in their brain to walk down this long road to a justification is that once you're taken slave, your life is forfeit. <laughs> and I don't want to. As as a white dude in a small town of white people, comment on any historical uh, problems that might. Uh, that's so gross. Mm-hmm. But here we are, heroes butchering soldiers, and then the two children, 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 yeah, sixteen and fifteen, go rejoin Uncle Master's side, because. Luke Skywalker is their master, he's their apprentice, and he's their uncle, in case anybody's listening for the first time, Mm -hmm. to episode 190-whatever the hell. (laughs) (laughs) Glad to have you. They return to Master Luke Skywalker's side, and Senator Elagos flies by and saves them. Yeah. He's not doing any... Everybody else down there who's fighting, also on the good guy side, I'm going to just come... He was like, yeah, sorry, go ahead. I- yeah. He's not doing anything against the like the bug thing. Yeah, so he's like, vehicles, let's let's kill some more my, of these. My soldiers. weapons aren't strong enough to to penetrate those big bugs, so I'll just strafe a line in front of these three heroes. Give them a second to breathe. Annihilate a hundred pacifist slaves. Yeah, because that senator was the pacifist senator. How quickly we all change our tune in the face of eminent disaster or eminent uh, slaughter, I guess. Let's call it. Yeah, it's like... Uh, you can't lay down and die. You can't just weigh the leaf yourself to death. Like, it's not... You gotta pick up that sword of Rom. Anyways, it's wheel of time stuff. But, they pick up the kids and Uncle Luke, who has his genius war-saving idea because... Anakin says voids. What is this genius plan, you ask? Quote, no time to explain. Get on, let's go. So he flies away and actually leaves the kids behind. Yes, he does. To probably die. 
heroes. <laughs> oh my god. I am seriously struggling with a lot of the characterization of these really good people. Yeah. I don't it's just we're not I don't know. At least, uh, maybe we're not getting enough of the internalization of how desperate all these people are doing these things, but also Anakin <laughs> practically took natives as slaves yes, already he here on this planet. Yeah. So what is happening with the slave message in this book? It's it's all very Oh, I had a I had a word right there. Dissonant. That wasn't even the word I wanted, but it's all very much incongruous where we're like, we should save the slaves for the first half of this book. And now the slaves are and lost. Then we treat natives like slaves. And then we're like, yeah, slaves though. <sighs> Soldiers, right? <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, listen. We got to rebrand this. We got to, we got to get that slaves. Uh, get that, get that word off the table. Yeah. We got to call them something more psychologically manageable yeah and and that's like what's happening and to these people that i love and that this could be also like as like i was saying about the line that they're gonna walk it could be the opposite way they realize how bad they how were like doing. uncharacteristically callous they've been and the, and the, we can't do that like jedi philosophy battle. flip it and try and do what they can i hope there's a lot of reflection on this because like everybody's acting pretty disgusting except for like Leia, Mara's Mara. cool. They've only killed bad guys. And like, thoughtfully, not thoughtfully, needfully, I guess, I, okay, listen, I'm, I'm not going to try to find the right excuse, adverb, because it's not working. But yeah, everyone else is just being a little too callous or casual or flippant about Gonna kill these slaves. Yeah, murdering people. These people who are free, coralless brains. I don't know how many weeks, months, hours ago. Mm-hmm. Their life is forfeit now because they got captured. Meanwhile, Jason Solo captured. These students that Corn and Ganner are saving captured. You know, like mixed messages, man. Yeah. Anyways. Kids are probably gonna die as Luke Skywalker flies away. The five kilometers of of Yuzhan Vong pressing down on people. them with no hope. Yep. Unless he has a genius idea and pulls it off. Chapter title: Fear. Ooh, one word. Yeah. <laughs> Family, comma onslaught. <laughs> okay. No, that's not what it says. Oh no! I actually like that though. <laughs> Finally. Comma. <laughs> Onslaught. Woo. They're both pretty good. It worked out. Yeah. It worked out. This that's a, there's a lot of family in this chapter. Mara and Leia working together. Danny and Lando could be related. Who knows how many stray children he's got spread across. Yeah, who knows? Chapter thirty one. Back to Corin and Ganner. Oh my god. Corin. Tells Ganner in the seashell that they're trying to escape from, but I thought they were down in tunnels. Okay. Might have been a few steps. Uh-huh. Or something. I don't know. Yeah. But we're not there now. We're in, we're in a different Were they spot. always in a seashell or did like we They went into wrong? a seashell and then they went down into tunnels. And then they found the students down in the tunnels and I guess came back up the stairs to the seashell to escape and then 
the Vong warriors were there. But again, I'm okay. just having trouble tracking the location changes, and I don't normally. Okay? I've been reading books all a long time. Mm-hmm. The first time I remember reading a book was in junior kindergarten when I read The Cat in the Hat to the entire class, and my teacher clapped. Hey, look at you. That's right. And then she took me to the SK class to show it off. And I was like, what? Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't normally, you know, I don't normally get lost like this. But here I am. Lost. But but wherever we are, Corin tells Ganner that Ganner is the one who has to escape with the students. You, Mr. Telekinesis Power. Yeah, I can't do that. Go wave your fingers around and float these tortured souls out of here. While I sacrifice myself. Against the two Yuzhan Vong warriors. And these highly trained, skilled, deadly warriors face Corrin and Horn one at a time like it's a kung fu movie. Yeah. <laughs> There's two of them and like the bigger, older looking one like waves the younger one forward, right? Yep. Go. Test yourself. And, that, and that's what I read it as. Is yep. This is a test. See if you're good enough. Because we know that they know how strong the Jedi are and their weapons. And we know how they sort of revere them. Yep. As not equals. Worthy opponents. Yeah. The, the, only, the only potential threat. Yeah. Honor and such. Right. Mm-hmm. Go prove yourself. So, Corrin Horn. Puts that sneaky little dual phase lightsaber that Ganner Rizod was teasing him about being an old man for having. He it seems like that, a really good idea. He puts that sucker to use. It's pretty genius, right? He like poses like he's gets his lightsaber up, points it at the guy's head, right? Like I'm here, I come. This is my warrior pose, and then he like flicks his wrist, and he said the what did he say? It flips a diamond, com- flips a diamond to an emerald or something yeah. like that, and then a, a purple blade comes out. An extra, like... Three t- feet longer? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And goes directly through his eye. <laughs> Bang! Got him. <laughs> idiot. <laughs> Inexperienced idiot. Yeah. But also, don't kung fu movie this. Mm-hmm. Attack him. Two at a time. Circle around him. Why not? One of you... How come none of you are chasing the people that are escaping? This is like... This is annoying. Okay? <laughs> it's just... Bad nonsensical enemy tactics it feels like yeah like why are you letting those people escape if you captured them in the first place you know yeah, yeah big dog big dog yeah <laughs> but like be on there. but you know okay okay and why are you not fighting this jedi two at a time when you know how dangerous they are okay go test yourself all right well you're dead <laughs> and now there's only one of you left to fight this guy yeah you weren't worthy sucks for you you're dead yeah you know extra length Right through the eye. Suck it, Ganner. And Corrin, in this battle against a more experienced fighter, he takes a bite from the staff, from the from the amphistaff. Mm-hmm. And he's at, he ends up splayed out on the floor yeah. and slowly paralyzing. Yep. As the warrior, uh, with his leg almost cut off, picks up his amphistaff and starts creeping towards yeah, he's like, the man who's paralyzing yeah and it's the these vong warriors seem to be almost jedi like be able to push the pain to wherever they need to or they live off of it yeah like yeah he's probably hulk yeah he's having a good time his legs almost cut off you hurt me the stronger i get Mm -hmm. but he starts slowly 
dragging himself over to murder this Jedi. And this is like, this scene is some solid, scary stuff. Yeah. This is really, really good. This, uh, you know, outside of some of the psychological motivations of the villains. But hey, we don't understand them. Mm-hmm. Uh, why are you fighting one at a time? <laughs> outside of that, the action's good. And then this is a scary little piece, man. Cornhorn, paralyzing on the floor, watching this murderer come towards him, starts having his life flash before his eyes. Mm-hmm. He thinks of his family, his kids. Ah, uh, not how sad they'll be when I'm dead, though. I don't want to think think about that. I'm gonna think about the happy times, the most recent times, and then suddenly, a swarm of slash rats comes up from under the sand and devour the Yuzhan Vong. Yep. <laughs> they eat him right up, and not Corin, because he is a true hero. Oh, and in case you didn't get it when you're reading it, he lays it out thicker than a brick. Oh, I thought back to my son summoning those bugs, and so I did that. Yeah. He literally thinks that out loud in the book. Yep. Stop. Don't do that. (laughs) Learning from his kid. You know, don't think that direct thought. Think, thanks, Valen. Thanks for that little trick, Valen. Like, don't think directly, I did that because my son did it. Remember? Yeah. And like, wink, wink, wink. Raise your eyebrows at the reader. Get it? Get it? Wow. Yeah. Little, uh... Broke left, rolled left. (laughs) Yeah, a little to the point. Yeah. (laughs) Little redundant, but hey. Cornhorn is a true hero. And he fades to black. Yeah, gives himself up to the happy memories. Floating away. Yeah, you're right. Gives himself into those happy memories and he floats away. Into the force? Rip? Yeah, because he was thinking, I wonder if I'll just disappear. But finally, some uh, excellent moments in this plot thread. Mm hmm. It was like, it's this, read only this chapter of, of these guys. <laughs> just, I guess read the very first one so that you know what's going to happen in this one. Yeah. <laughs> Find out where they are and then skip to the end. Which, by the way, how did he do that? I don't know. Chapter title? Sacrifice. Whoa. Sacrifice to the Slash Rats. <laughs> yeah. I think I meant to put Slash Gods, but here we are nonetheless. Okay. Let's wrap this up. Jeez. Well, there's like 12 pages we read. It's been 35 minutes of talking about it. (laughs) What have we been talking about this whole time? Chapter 32. Gavin, rogue leader, dark lighter, is flying in the sky. (laughs) She's trying to shoot things. They're not having a good time either. Luke Skywalker hops on the comms because he's up in the skies now with Senator Elgos. He hops on and he gives Gavin a job. Some sort of... Super special job in his super special secret mission where he wants him to shoot four torpedoes at this bug. Yeah. Let me stop right here. Did you guys stop at three? Did you try four? (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Like, okay. Why is this the pivotal idea? But okay. I'm going to stick with it. Luke comes over the comms and says, hey, I have this great idea. Shoot at the big thing. Shoot it four times. (laughs) And Gavin's like, whoa, Jaina, 
Let's go. You're on the job. Let's go shoot it four times. All right. Okay. So that's what's happening. <laughs> Cut to Lando gets clawed by a Yuzhan Vong warrior during Operation Uncover the Undercover Vong. He finds one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the claws come out and he gets it right across the chest. Thank God. Danny force pulls a battery pack out of a blaster and we're good to go. Leia ends up in a standoff with the other Vong. He grabs a kid. He's like, you hurt me. I'll kill this. And then he turns the gun to shoot Leia. Yeah. Cause there's but like, you'll kill him anyways. The power pack just falls out of the gun. Mm-hmm. Cause that was Danny. I'm like, that's cool. And misdirect a well done misdirect. I thought it was Leia. So she's I. the one she's in. Uh, we're in her perspective in the scene. Mm hmm. And uh, she's a Jedi. <laughs> and she would do the, exactly that kind of nonviolent resolution. Yeah. Um, no, it was Danny, our newly discovered Force-sensitive person who called out to Jason from the depths of the ice planet Helska in the belly of the brain beast that was down there killing Kit Fisto. No, I don't remember his name. <laughs> I knew it wasn't Kit Fisto. Yeah. But was he a Nautilin? I don't remember. Okay. We're good over here. Yeah. Cut two. Luke Skywalker. Well, his secret plan comes to fruition. They shoot a bunch of torpedoes at the big bug and it projects a gigantic black hole, which Luke Skywalker force hijacks a black hole. Yep. He senses first the small bugs and insects being devoured by the blooming black hole and then you know the larger threads of life being pulled into it so that now he can feel the outline of it the structure of the black hole yeah and that's how kind of how he and so he everything in this universe exists in the force even a black hole so he lassos it and yeehaw we are Snake rodeo in a black hole again. Yeah. We've come full circle <laughs> from a few books ago. But seriously, let me just stop one more time. I said those words. Those are real words that I just said, but a book that I just read. Mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker takes control of a black hole in the force. Mind you, not a stellar sized black hole. Yeah. A local sized black hole, right? Yeah. I'm thinking like the size of a car but yeah nonetheless he uses it they he does the tug of war trick where you trip your kids yeah he pulls on it really hard the bug pulls on it really hard and then he lets it go ah and then he also gives it i guess a, a shove yeah and then uh, it like pulls in more too in far force. and yeah. he's like bang tricked you and that whole bug gets devoured by a black hole yep mission accomplished how many emo- how uh, Great genius idea. Change the tide of the war. They only have one of those. Well, how many of those have they got? Cause Luke Skywalker, uh, passes out after he exerts himself even more than he did saving Anakin. He said, right? Yeah. More than he's like more than he uh, ever has. Yeah. And let himself touch the force. He is holding a black hole in place. Yeah. So, and he like snaps it back at him like a rubber band. <laughs> Right on the nipple. They're like, well, there goes one of those big things. He, classic Luke Skywalker, goes to sleep. Yeah. He goes sleepies. 
And the, the black hole, like, crushes in the big bug vehicle. Just, and it's gone. Yep. And we cut to Jason and Anakin witnessing that madness from the ground. And all the Vong, quote, soldiers go mad. Oh, and they're like, that must have been some kind of control mechanism in there for all these soldiers. Because now they're all just in a frenzy going bonkers. Yeah, they're even killing each other. everything. Yeah, they're even killing each other, man. And Leia says, kids, it's time to leave Dantooine. Yeah, we found out where they were. And now they're leaving. Like, we couldn't figure it out last time. And now we know. She finally said it. Yeah. She finally said it. Six chapters, Tim. (laughs) She finally said it. We're going to leave Dantooine. Hey, because it's just that easy. Why are we stuck here? Why is there an entire encampment of refugees from Debrillian here? Yeah. And now we're under siege by an entire war force that's big enough to overwhelm us, according to Luke Skywalker, and he had a genius plan. We're just going to leave. It's easy. Yeah. They're all on the ground now, idiots. We're going to fly away. It's, like, I don't... I don't okay. Yeah, it, they, she does say why they stopped here. Because they didn't have enough supplies. No, Jason says that or somebody. Yeah, like, yeah. we didn't have enough food to get somewhere else. How are we going to go? She's like, we got to. Bye. And, and Anakin says, there's less people now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And Jason's like, woof. Yeah. <laughs> he just kind of sits in that. Because that is very dark. Mm-hmm. He's very... Anakin, in this particular instance, is very... Not numb, but... Practical. I was going to say pragmatic. Yeah. He often is. Mm-hmm. Whereas Jason is the philosophical heady guy. Mm-hmm. Anakin is the practical pragmatic kid who's like way less mouths to feed now. Remember, I watched an entire planet get destroyed. This ain't nothing. Yeah. So kids, pack your bags. It's time to move our family vacation somewhere else because we've been on. A galactic tour of destroying every place we've been from from, from Lando's little uh, asteroid belt getaway uh, all the way to Cernpedal and back. And uh, and, and Halska 4 yeah. has been destroyed and time to leave Dantooine. Hey, they're four for four. Hey, hope all those natives don't get turned into soldiers. Yeah. How about a chapter title? Control. This is my third one with a comma. I actually like this one the most. The Void, The Sleep. Mm-hmm. It's evocative, but it's also stupid because there's <laughs> no sleeping other than Luke Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sleep. <sighs> Except for me. I'm tired. It's late at night. It's multiple days late. Again, but you know what, guys? We still do it. Yes, we, we do. We still do it for you, okay? <laughs> no matter what. Even if I didn't want to for multiple days. For no reason. Yeah, no. Maybe it's because I don't like the way all these characters are acting. Maybe. Maybe. Or maybe it's just because I don't know where we go from here because I don't know where we were. <laughs> where? Find out next week when we cover to finish New Jedi Order Book 2 Dark Tide 1 Onslaught Chapters 33 through 36 I'm Justin I'm Tim The slot is on And it's not happening on Dantooine And it's 
we're leaving. <laughs> uh, uh, it's going bad here. Bye. <laughs> Bye. For any comments and questions, you can hit us up at forevercanonpodcast at gmail.com. Forever Canon Podcast is a Jay Plazer production. Catch us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube at Jay Plazer. Check us out.